Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with Evangelist Walisa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Emotional Healing. We all need to heal from something, and this is why I do this show, because as I grow and learn, I want to help others grow and learn and bring in positive experiences in their life. Now, last week I was absent from podcasting, from video vlogging, from doing a lot of things because as you guys know who follow my social media, I lost my dear brother, someone I was very close to some years ago. And every year around his birthday, I have to take a few days to reflect on him, remember the good times and not the bad, and try not to remember that how he left this world, but to just honor and celebrate who he was for me and in my life at the time that I needed him, he was there. So we just never know when we're going to lose certain things, certain people in our life. So we, this is why we need to love people while we have them. We all have made a mistake and um, let go of the wrong people or clung to the wrong people, but the ones who are there in our life to show us that love of God, to show us they are there for us, they understand us, that they compromise with us. We have to appreciate them while we have them because you just never know how long someone has on this earth or even to be a part of your life journey. Not everybody dies out of your life. You know, as you emotionally heal, as you grow, as you decide to want better for yourself and in your life and better experiences, sometimes you have to let people go, whether that's through death, whether that's through relationships, right? Whether that's situations, things that just change, right? Because as you grow and heal, you change and want better. And everybody is not going to choose to grow in your life. Some people like being how they are. But if you are open-minded and you're trying to grow and call in love and light in your life and peace and prosperity and just trying to be a better person, some people are just going to fall off of your life journey. Not that they are bad people, right? They just are not going where you are going. They are 
not trying to grow as far as you are growing. So you have to wish people well. You have to appreciate people when you have them in your life because time changes different things in our life. And like I was speaking on my brother, I just never thought that I would lose him through death. I thought we would grow old together, but they say God said make your plans right and he will laugh at you because only he knows the future. So only thing we can do is just appreciate good people when we have them, love those who God has put in our path and try to treat people right. This is what this emotional healing podcast is about because I do know a lot of people grew up in dysfunction or got into circles or relationship where it was very toxic and dysfunctional, but we can all come back to a place of love, light, understanding, compromising, not judging and criticizing people so much because that does something to people, emotional health. And I know because I had to heal from all of that myself. So like I said, as I learn and grow, I want to help others learn and grow. With that being said, today's show will be about letting what you suffer transform you to be a better person, not a bitter person, but a better person. We do know that nothing changes a person like pain and we want pain to change us for the better, right? We want pain to make us wiser, to do wiser things, to make different choices, whether we cause the pain or whether we endure the pain that was unfair or unnecessary in our life. Let the pain make you stronger, better, and wiser. I also, we'll be speaking on letting go of shame. Sometimes we feel shameful for being in abusive relationships for so long, right? You can't move forward if you are steady dwelling on what you could have, should have done or said. If you stay longer in a relationship or a situation or an environment that that you were supposed to stay, then you were longer than you were supposed to stay in it, then don't constantly dwell on it, right? And I know that's one thing after going through any type of trauma or any type of abuse, it calls us to overthink a lot of things, especially a lot of things that could have been different. If it was supposed to be different, it would have been different, but it can be different in our future relationships, right? In our future situations, right? As we grow wiser, stronger and want better for ourselves. So I'll be speaking on letting go of the shame as well. Another thing I will be speaking on because you guys know I am a woman of God. I will be giving scriptures on suffering, right? A lot of people suffer in this world and sometimes we want to know why do we suffer? But like I said, suffering is supposed to be used in your life to change you, to be wiser, to be better, to make better choices, to do things differently and to learn from it. And no one likes to suffer, right? Suffering, you can't transform suffering into power or purpose overnight. That's why emotional healing takes time. But as you start to make better choices, as you realize it was necessary for you to go through certain things, not that you liked it, right? But some things was necessary, right? To give you the wisdom on what to do 
and how to do things differently or in future relationships or if you want to restore broken relationships. So we have to sometimes in our life let things go horribly wrong to come back together completely right. And that's for some situations, right? Or some situations you're just going to have to walk completely away from. So today's show should be good as I speak on letting your suffering transform you into being a stronger and a better and wiser person stay tuned after this commercial break are you looking for a speaker for your next event evangelist walesa norris is who your soul needs to be inspired book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com and when you feel good you look good that's why walesa has outfits for every occasion wigs for any situation and furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys I was going to speak on how to let the things you have suffered, the things you have endured, the unfair situations, the words that was wrongly spoken towards you that affected you emotionally or even some type of physical abuse, right? Let it transform your heart to make you wiser, better, and to call in positive experiences in your life. Now, before you start walking into the emotional healing journey, I do know that a lot of us was not raised in kind environments, right? Or loving environments, or if people loved you, they actions or words words show the total opposite, right? So sometimes that made us believe that we were in love and because everybody was doing the same thing, even though it was wrong, it made us think that this is how the world's supposed to be. This is how people are supposed to be. Not until we get tired of going through any emotional or physical abuse, right? When we start seeking out God or we start seeking out different programs, some people go to therapy, some people find life groups, some people find life coaches, someone who is speaking a different language to make you believe in yourself, to make you think that life can be better for you, or reading the Bible, right, to understand what God requires of his creation. A lot of times we suffer to draw us to God, to want us to make a different change in our life. So we can't let what we suffered or been through be like the all it and all 
all in life. And sometimes we feel like it's no way out, right? Until we decide we want to be better. We want different things. We want better things in our life. And a lot of our suffering draw us to God, draw us to be by ourselves, draw us to put up boundaries. It does changes us, whether we see it right off or not, right? But when we started to get the wisdom on emotional abuse and what's abusive, what's toxic, what's not right, right? We realized I was thinking that this wasn't right all along and I was right. And it is certain things we do unknowingly, right? When we close ourselves off, when we are cautious of connecting with certain people or going to certain places because of the things we have experienced, right? You're supposed to be on the lookout for red flags, but you don't want to close yourself off completely from the world. You have to realize that not everyone is the same. Not everyone is out to get you. Not everyone is out to hurt you. Not everyone is out to abuse you. But you won't know that until you start working on your emotional healing and removing and understanding why you had to suffer or why you had to go through certain things. Maybe God put you in certain situations, certain families, certain environments, so you can be the change. He knew that you would not like it, right? He knew that you would want to stand up for righteousness. He knew that you would feel like this was wrong and something needed to be done about it. So sometimes God put us in situations unknowingly to us because he believes in us and he wants us to believe in ourselves that we matter, that our opinions matter, that we are loved and that we deserve love and respect. Like we try to give out to so many people and those who can't give it out, right? Those who don't want to give it out, those who are used to negativity and attacking us, sometimes we have to make the decision to walk away, whether we love them or not. If we want to grow, if we want to receive all God has for us in this world, if we want to continue to build and have positive things happen to us and for us, some people we are just going to have to remove ourselves from. It's not that some people are bad people. It's just some people don't want to grow. Some people like being how they were raised or what environments that they were in. You want to wish them well and continue to grow. But if you stay stuck on the suffering, if you let who hurt you, what hurt you, and you turn out to be just like those who hurt you, what difference is it going to make, right? And how are you going to be a difference? Or how can you call in good things in your life if all you pulling out is negative because the negative has happened to you? And God knows that, right? So it takes time. This is why you need to add God into your emotional healing process. Healing is a journey. You have to add prayer in, right? You have to start speaking positive to yourself. You have to get out in nature. Some people start exercising, right? Some people go out and start doing things differently. But there is steps to building up your emotional well-being and so you can be strong. First, as you start to emotionally heal and try to turn your suffering into power and to better experience and to make yourself stronger, you have to realize where you are at right now in life, right? If you know you need healing, you know that some things are bothering you that you went through or you have done or said or anything that happened in the past, you have to be honest with yourself. Acknowledge that you need to heal, right? Acknowledge that a change needs to be made either from the people, either from yourself, if you have to put up boundaries, if you need to walk away from people, 
if you need to be kinder or more understanding because suffering makes you be compassionate and understanding. We will never know how other people feel or who we may meet on our journey who have suffered like we have or suffered different consequences unless we have went through that same walk, right? So once you suffer anything, it makes you be more compassionate on the next person who may be going through the same thing that you had to overcome and heal from or who is going through the same thing that you have already went through or about to go through right now. You're more understanding and now you're more compassionate. You're not judgmental. You are realizing where you are at or you realize where you was at when you see a familiar hurt from someone else that's trying to understand why they are suffering or why they went through a hard time right now. Suffering makes you become more compassionate and we know God is love and only how we're going to love, right? And it's sad to say, but we do know that everything in the kingdom of God is backwards. Sometimes we wouldn't know or appreciate love if we haven't suffered first to realize it's best to be loving and kind and to connect with people who are trying to be loving and kind because we had to go to an experience to realize it's better to be that way because when we go through our things and no one has been loving and kind toward us, we would never want nobody to go through certain things that we have went through or had to endure or things we have heard people say or do to us, right? So one step, like I said, is realizing where you are at in your emotional healing journey and your mind and your mental state do you need to take a break because sometimes as you emotionally heal and you're working on trying to be better bring better in your life sometimes you have to take a break sometimes doing a lot of steps or even small steps is overwhelming when you are used to hearing or doing things a certain way or seeing certain people right and you're trying to change from that it's nothing wrong with taking a break right if you need to take a break to get your mind off of everything from healing to favorite things that you need to do. It's nothing wrong with going out and have fun, do something different, take a vacation, get your man off the job. What you have to do next, if you got to take a few days to take a break to enjoy yourself, that is great. Another thing you want to do is calm yourself down. You know, we get angry when we think about things that we have endured or went through or things that we think that is unfair. And sometimes we can lash out and lash out in the wrong way on the wrong piece. But as you emotionally heal and you're trying to understand your suffering, you know, you have to calm down. Meditation is a good exercise. Like I tell you guys all the time, I like to walk. Some people like to listen to music. I know when I go through suffering situations, the first thing I do is listen to music, but it don't be the positive music, right? I, I listen to songs that um, that I can feel doing the situation I'm going through, right? Because it, it relates to our suffering. So music relates and lets you know that the artists understand what you're going through too, what type or whatever type of music you're going to. Before I go to the positive, uplifting music, sometimes if you don't have nobody or you don't want to share with nobody what you are experiencing, how you are hurt or what you're going through, certain songs, what you are going through can resonate with you, right? Even though... 
it makes you stay in a sad state or it just lets you know that someone understand, but you don't want to stay listening to sad music or what you are doing and your emotions. It's fine to find something that's relatable, but you want to come out of that and start listening or slowly but surely add in a positive song in there. Read a Bible, pray. Like I said, do exercise, walk, meditate. Another thing you want to do as you are turning your suffering into power and and transforming into love. You want to hang out with people that love you, that understand you, and you know what love is, right? People who are kind to you. They don't care what you have or what you don't have, if you failed or if you didn't fail, right? They happy to see you. They're going to give you some positive advice. Y'all can laugh. Y'all can talk. But at the same time, they're going to they going to understand what you're going through, even if you don't tell them right. They're going to see that you're in a sad mood and they're going to try to cheer you up. They're going to start a conversation or something. So you want to hang out with those that you feel like you love. And if you don't have people you think you can trust in that way, right, God is the number one person that loves you, right? It's nothing wrong with reading the Bible and getting into your Holy Ghost music because I know I do it all the time. Another thing you want to do is journal and try something different. You want to write down what you're going through, how you feeling, whether it's angry, whether it's good, whether it's in between. Sometimes writing is a relief, right, as you have endured some suffering or things you don't understand and trying something different, right, instead of feeding into the bait of people trying to get you to react try to be like okay right shut down conversations trying to be the peacemaker or being the first to walk away if no one is trying to hear your side or trying to understand your feelings so those are ways that you can get emotionally strong and continue to build up the courage after you have endured suffering abuse uh, harsh words or physical abuse, right? As you decide to work on yourself and your thinking, taking breaks, doing something different, hanging around people you feel comfortable and safe with to share anything with, or just to take, you know, just to take a trip or have fun with and enjoy yourself. Those are ways to build up your emotions as you try to realize why you suffer and to have compassion for the next person and have compassion for yourself. So after this commercial break, I will be speaking on, um, you know, the word of God. Why do God allow suffering? I already told you some in this thing. And I also will be talking about letting go of shame because sometimes we do things to people, right? And we realize it was wrong months or years later. And sometimes that shame can stop us in our course, or we can be in a a state of shame because we stayed in relationships too long or we took too much abuse from certain people and we feel shame. It stops us from moving forward. So stay tuned. Oh. So the song says mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, cause yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all, it says, and bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe. Yes, we can see that 
Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I hope you guys are enjoying this show thus far on the tips I am given to make you emotionally strong as you start to realize you can turn your suffering into power, into love, into compassion, and have different experiences and make yourself believe and know that you are stronger after what you have endured or went through or after what you have learned by being um, abusive or in, in terrible situations or in negative relationships, right? We don't get it right all the time. And like I told you guys at the beginning of this show, we all have been a villain in someone's story. We all have been a victim in someone's life. And if you haven't, that's kudos for you. It is coming, right? Because we have to have different experiences through life. It's all about how we react to it, how we take it, how we heal from it, and how we allow it to make us wiser and better, not bitter. And I do know that anger does come when enduring trauma, right? Not only do anger come when enduring trauma, shame come. If you have been in an abusive relationship or if you have stayed longer in relationships and places where people belittled you, talked down on you, uh, didn't believe in you, always made it seem like you were the problem, right? You start to believe those feelings and shame causes you to have on an ongoing disgust and humiliation and self-criticism about yourself because of what other people have put you through, how other people view you and what people say to you. And you start to think that I'm no good, right? Or it's impossible for me to change or it's impossible for good things to happen to me. Or you believe all the hard harsh words, words or treatment that you have endured, that does not mean because someone didn't know how to love you or how to treat you or because you stayed longer because you kept giving people the benefit of the doubt that you are no good or that good things can't happen to you. You need to build up your emotional um, strength. And that's what I was giving tips on before the commercial break on how to love yourself, right? Speaking positive things over yourself, taking a break, putting up your boundaries, knowing what you are going to take, what you're not going to take, who to be patient with, who not to be patient with, when to walk away, no matter how much you love a person, right? Because some people know that you will stay longer in relationships, in abusive relationships because you love them. And only how some people learn what they uh, what they love and who they really want to be with is after they lost it right so you can't be fearful of whoever you're going to lose or whoever you're going to walk away from or because people have talked bad about you that you are this person that you are worthless your feelings are valid your emotions are valid and if people can't come to a compromise that people are not trying to respect you if people not trying to love on you like you try to show that love and kindness and understanding 
toward them and be patient with other people. You need to get that back right. And if you're not seeing that, then eventually you're going to have to walk away. You have to choose yourself. Now, we do know we're supposed to love all people, be understanding to all people. Once we suffer, we want to be more compassionate, right? But we want people in our life that's going to be compassionate with us, patient with us, loving to us, understanding to us as well. And it takes time to grow and to get those strong emotions. But like I said, with prayer, we're reading your Bible, we're doing self-affirmations, with believing that you are worthy, knowing that a change needs to be made, no matter whether it's physically moving away from people or setting up boundaries, then you have to make it and be confident in what you are saying and speaking to yourself and the outcome you want in your life. Some people won't take you serious when you first start, right? Speaking up for yourself or taking up for yourself, especially if they was used to you being a pushover, someone they can walk over. It's nothing wrong with being a good person, but you got to have boundaries. If they feel like they can walk over you or speak to you any type of way or do you any type of way, you learn through suffering, right? That people get worse and worse or you stand there, don't make them get better, right? That means that I have to let them go. So suffering make you make wiser decisions. If you encounter a situation or a relationship like that, again, that caused you terrible mental health, right? Abuse and, and anxiety, you know, to walk away sooner. So don't let the shame of what happened in your past, what you endured, how long you stayed, hold you back from thinking that good things can come to you or you can make better decisions or wiser decisions or you are not strong enough to to leave someone or walk away from someone. You can absolutely do it, right? You just have to encourage yourself and get around positive people. And if you are afraid to step out, right, because of any abuse or things you went through, then start working on yourself slowly but surely but then come out of Haddon right everybody is not the same like I said before the commercial break not everybody is going against you you have to realize that Everybody is living life and it's some person or people out there to relate to certain things you have endured and went through and they are compassionate as well. But you have to heal and believe in yourself to believe that you are going to meet the right people as you continue to work on yourself and think positive. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys that I was going to give you scriptures on why God allows suffering, right? It's a lot of reason why we know that God allows suffering. One reason is because he draws us closer to him with the suffering, right? Some of us would have never looked for God if we hadn't suffered any type of loss, any type of abuse, went through some terrible situation, right? If we would have never went through anything, some people would have never found God or looked for God in no type of way. So we do know that there are plenty of scriptures on suffering. I'm just going to say a, a, a few of them, right? Because sometimes you suffer for just being a good person when everybody want to be a mean person. So one scripture, when you are being a good person, a compromising person, and everybody just want to be misunderstanding towards you, harsh towards you, right? God said in First Peter 3, 14, but even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear 
their threats. Do not be frightened, right? So sometimes you have to suffer for being a good person. We know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ himself, who was God in the flesh, suffered because he wanted to do right by people because he would break rules in order to help people because he showed mercy to those that they that a, a lot of the world thought that was unlovable or unredeemable, right? But God said this is why he came and a lot of people didn't recognize God and who God was. So Jesus suffered greatly on this earth. So we have to know, especially if we are believers in Christ, sometimes we are going to suffer for doing the right thing. We do know it's another promise that God tells us in 1 Peter 5.10 and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while with himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. That is a scripture that I love because after going through harsh situations when you were working on yourself and trying to be a good person, but you always got the short end of the stick, people always went up again. You God was building up your spiritual muscles, right? Trying to draw you closer to Him and you praying, but you not letting it get to you. You may have some slips and falls and just different things, right? But you always came back to a place of love and you kept trying to be kind and kept trying to be a helping hand. God seen you suffering. He said, after suffering for a little while, He uh, will once again restore you and bring you strength, bring you blessings, bring the right people in your life. And we do know King David is the one that said, it was good for me that I was afflicted, right? So that I may know you because before being afflicted, I went astray. So even King David said before I came to Christ Jesus before I knew to heal and do the right thing and walk in love and light. I was doing the wrong thing. I was thinking it was fun to make fun of people, right? I was hanging with the wrong crowd. I was doing negative things until my suffering came because we do know the Bible is true, right? You do reap what you sow. So with him putting out all the negative, with him doing whatever was cool at the time, whether it was good or bad, but when it came time for the same people he was teaming up with and going along with laughing at other people and doing different things. He said it came back on him. He didn't like what he suffered, right? But it drew him to God and made him change his ways. So like I said, whether you were the victim or the villain, God has a new beginning for you as you start to work on your ways, right? As you invite God into your life to help change your heart, to give you an open mind, right? To be kind to people, to be understanding when people are suffering, maybe things you may not have been through, but if they saying that this has hurt them or things you are doing are hurting them, be kind of compromising, right? Because you never know when it's going to be your time to suffer. Like David let us know, right? He went astray. He went the wrong way. He wasn't trying to be understanding. He wasn't trying to be kind. He was doing whatever what was popular, right? Whether it was negative or positive until it was time for him to suffer and he had to realize and feel how he made other people feel. But when he seen how hard it was, how hurt he was, how he suffered, right? It drew him to God. And we do know King David became a mighty king in God's army, right? Everybody knew King David. He killed Goliath, right? The one that was turning the people of God. He did a lot of things. People was coming against him, a lot of things, but he knew that the God that he served was real because God did not let his enemies triumph over him. God kept him safe. God sustained him. God blessed him. And then God put him on the throne as he continued to work on his ways 
and to become the king. So God is still doing the same thing today. So sometimes we don't agree with our suffering. Sometimes we don't like our suffering, but just like King David, just like we can go to different scripture after we have suffered a little while, we know that God will restore us no matter what we have done, what we didn't do. Once we walk into wisdom and know that it's better to be kind, loving, understanding, and keep away from negative and evil things and trying to attack people and trying to be a problem maker, but trying to be a peacemaker, a lover, an understanding person and compromising. We know God will restore us, right? And if we was doing that already, God has a set time to bless us. And he, when God bless you right and show up for you, he do it for the world to see. You don't have to say nothing. You don't have to get your point across, right? God will be your vindicator. So as you work on letting your suffering and the things you went through draw you to God to help you to choose better, to set boundaries, to believe in yourself, to love on yourself, to give yourself grace and also give others grace. God would do that for you and bless you as you continue to walk on your healing journey. This is the end of my show for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you need a life coach, you can book me at keepmedifferent.com. I sell other things also on my website. God bless until next week.